You're listening to Behind the Wheels with Doug Mason, Dave Walters, and Mike Yeagley. This is a show where we talk about heavy truck and medium-duty axolands. Doug, Dave, and Mike bring close to 100 years of experience and expertise in the transportation business. Join us once a month to learn new things about axolands. Sponsored by Alcoa Wheels, the global leader in aluminum wheel innovation. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Wheels. I'm Mike Yeagley. I'm Doug Mason. And I'm Dave Walters. Well, we're, we're really honored today to have with us Lee Demas from Duran Manufacturing. Lee's representing Duran. He's an expert in TPMS systems. I'm really looking forward to this discussion. Uh, TPMS is one of those technologies we see growing around the world. It's already really taking hold in Europe, and, and we're starting to see it really grow here in the U.S. also. So looking forward to hearing the, the latest on TPMS. Welcome, Lee. You're welcome. I appreciate you having me on today. Let's just dive right into it. You want to give us a little background with, a, give us a little bit of an introduction to Duran? I'd love to, Mike. So Duran Manufacturing, based in Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, was founded in 1953 by two engineers who named the company after their wives, Dorothy and Ann. At that time, Duran was focused on electrical interconnection components, these little brass terminals that go inside of appliances and electric motors to make the wiring easier and safer. Over time, uh, Duran evolved into more of a transportation safety provider. Uh, We make sleeping child check monitors for school buses, incandescent and LED light monitors for the school bus industry, and then in the early 2000s expanded into tire pressure monitoring systems for over-the-road commercial truck and trailer fleets and over the years have expanded the TPMS business into the off-road segment, working with construction companies, mines, quarries, and equipment OEMs all over the world. So the TPMS is practically on every automotive vehicle out there now, and now it's moving into heavy truck. Why don't you give us a little bit of a background of where TPMS came from, where it's at, and, and maybe we can talk a little bit about where it's going. Sure. So if if we look at the history of TPMS, it really started in the automotive industry. I think the first passenger vehicle with the tire pressure monitoring system installed was a 1986 Porsche 959. So it really started in Europe on some of the high-end luxury vehicles. And the first U.S. passenger vehicle with a tire monitoring system was a 1991 Chevy Corvette. Where we really saw TPMS start to take off was after the Tread Act was passed which mandated that any 2008 and newer passenger vehicle had to have some type of tire pressure monitoring system on it. And that really stemmed from uh, the Firestone tires and Ford Explorer incidents from the late 1990s. So how's Duran work? How's Duran fit into all of this? Great question. So in the early 2000s, Duran's owners saw what was happening in the automotive space and wanted to continue our path in more of the commercial and industrial markets that we served. So we looked at tire pressure monitoring. We served as kind of a national dealer distributor for a number of years of a couple different manufacturers, a couple different styles of systems. And at the time, they were more geared towards direct-to-consumer applications like RVs. And again, we really wanted to get more into that commercial industrial space. So in 2008, we launched our own proprietary Duran 360 series of tire pressure monitoring, again, focused on that that commercial truck and trailer type customer. Now, there's a lot of different TPMS 
strategies out there. You know, of course, uh, I think the old Corvette, you mentioned the Corvette here in the, the first TPMS system we saw here in North America was a band-mounted TPMS. And now we're seeing all sorts of different ideas. Tell us a little bit how the, the Duran system is set up. So Duran offers a couple different styles of tire pressure sensor. The main solution, the most popular solution that, that Duran offers today is a wireless valve stem mounted solution. Very simple and easy to install, very simple and easy to maintain. Think of it as a fancy valve cap that's going to thread right on the end of the valve stem, capture pressure and temperature information, and transmit that data to a receiving module of some type that will vary by fleet and vary by application. You mentioned there was a second a, a second technology that you guys are using. What is that second one? So the, the second technology is a banded solution inside the tire. And we went down that path kicking and screaming because we do feel so strongly that the external valve stem mounted solution is, is the best for customers. But as you know, it takes enough customers to say, look, the only way we're going to buy this and to do business with you is if it's inside the tire. Eventually you, you cave and you find a solution that's going to work for them. So we have gone down that path, but the, the valve stem solution is the one that, that is really our main driver. A quick question. I'll jump in real quick, Mike. Between the two, I, I'm obviously you're, you lean more towards the external versus the internal. Can you give some pros and cons of, of both of those systems? Sure. So looking at the, the banded solution first, the pro is that it's inside the tire. You know, there, there's no risk of theft. There's no risk of the sensor coming off of the valve stem. And it's, it's closer to the wheel. It's closer to the bead to get internal tire temperature. The negative of the inside the tire sensors is that they're inside the tire. It makes programming more challenging. It makes ongoing system maintenance more challenging. And it certainly makes the initial installation of the system more challenging because the tire and wheel has to be demounted from the asset. With the valve stem mounted solution, we could walk up right up to a truck or a trailer today and within an hour have a complete system installed and transmitting data to not only the driver, but back to a fleet maintenance manager because it's such an easier system to install. You know, we have a customer in common that basically requested us to put another separate valve hole in just to have your unit go into that. Could you kind of tell us about uh, what, what a positive thing that would be for our listeners? Sure. So if you, if you look at one of the potential negatives of a valve stem mounted solution is that unless you unless the sensor is designed to be flow through where you can inflate the tire through the sensor which there are challenges in that that type of design or if you're using additional valve stem mounted hardware like a t-fitting in order to inflate the tire you need to remove the sensor from the valve stem so what what alcoa has brought to market for any customer now is a way to leave the sensor on one valve stem and have a flow through cap on another stem on that dual dual valve stem wheel to really make the inflation of the tire and ongoing maintenance that much easier for our fleet customers. What are the big problems you've seen with the TPMS over the years? I mean, starting with the beginning and like, for example, I'm just going to go to that band mounted system, not yours. I'm not very familiar with your system, but I know that we were involved with band mounted systems when I was in the automotive side of the business. That was a very precise 
system when it came to securing that band. It was something that there was a lot of concern about making sure that that band was properly maintained day in and day out in, in the field. You know, this was an automotive application, so it didn't get the same kind of mileage that a heavy truck does. When I think about those band-mounted systems, I go back to my experience, again, back in the automotive side, of course, but that was something that always made me a little bit nervous was the level of maintenance expertise, we'll say, the maintenance excellence that you would need to have to make sure that that band stayed secure no matter what out in the field uh, after maintenance was done to it. I'm sure that all these different technologies have similar problems that they've had, you've had to deal with. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about the historical problems you've seen with TPMS. Sure, I'd be happy to, Mike. So going back in time, looking at some of the early system limitations, I mentioned the challenge of getting consistent, reliable communication from tire pressure sensor to the receiving module. And for the most part, tire pressure monitoring system providers today have, have solved that issue. Some better than others, obviously. I'm biased that Duran does have the, the best solution available, but I, I'm paid to be that way. But if you look at other system limitations, even specific to Duran, the first systems that we launched were great for a truck application or a truck with a married trailer where they were always connected to that same trailer. And in some of the first communication we had with fleet customers, they said, well, this is great, but our trucks and trailers aren't married. We need a solution that will allow for monitoring both truck and trailer in a drop and hook fleet application where one truck could connect to any trailer in the fleet at any given time. So as the technology progressed from Duran, we were able to launch the SmartLink system which allows you to monitor both truck and trailer. From there, Fleet said, well, this is great that we're giving drivers the information there in the cab, but we really wanna get that data back to the home office so that we can direct traffic if we have a low pressure event. Again, the goal of all of this is to prevent catastrophic tire failure, to maximize the consistency of inflation pressure so that we're main maintaining tires, you're getting maximum tread life, we're not damaging casings along the way so that tires can be retread. So as the Duran and other technology improved, at the same time, the telematics providers were really upgrading their technology. Uh, the PeopleNets, the, the Qualcomms at the time, now Omnitracks, the Pedigrees, the Geotabs, they were grabbing more and more data off the J1939 CAN bus of the truck, which allowed third-party providers like Duran to begin sending and broadcasting tire pressure and temperature data onto the truck's network, which could then become visible to the driver on their in-cabin ELD screen, but more importantly, communicated off the truck so that fleet management could tell that driver, hey, your right rear inside drive tire is down to 70 PSI, pull off at the next exit, inflate the tire, we'll keep an eye on it, and if it keeps losing pressure, we'll be proactive in scheduling that maintenance call for you to replace the tire rather than having to have a, a roadside repair and replacement take place. You know, I have to say that the uh, TPMS, uh, that example you gave specifically, uh, losing air on the inner duel, it's something that happens so uh, frequently out in the field. Those inner duels just don't get the same kind of love and attention that some of the other positions do. They run a little bit low. All that load transfers to the outer duel, and that outer duel is, is taking all that additional beating, the, the wheel and the tire. So, you know, the TPMS is a great solution for, for that, and that ex, that's not, you know, 
not just about tires, it's about the wheels too, the additional life you get out of your wheels that gives you. You can look at it from from the, the, the maintenance of the of the equipment, the tires, the wheels, the trucks, the trailers, but it also just makes life that much easier for a driver. It's not fun walking around our cars and trying to check tire pressure, especially here in the winter months, to the point where very few people do it. And to, to be on your hands and knees trying to fit a gauge to that inside dual tire or with the, the outside dual with the valve stem pointing in, trying to get a, a gauge or a chuck on that tire, it's hard. And people don't want to do that. To me, there's technology available today that makes that so much easier. It makes it so much more accurate. You key the ignition on in the truck, and within seconds, you know exactly what pressure is every one of your tires. The peace of mind that that brings, knowing that everything's inflated properly before you get out on the road, that, that's invaluable. I got another question for you, Lee. I know that you'll probably following very closely what's happening from a legislation standpoint. And obviously, we continue to hear that uh, TPMS may become mandatory on commercial vehicles as well. Uh, do you have uh, any recent understanding as to where that is uh, here in North America? I'll start in Europe uh, because they seem to be kind of at the, the front edge of a lot of this type of technology and legislation. We are, are hearing word that there will be some legislation in Europe over the next few years uh, that mandates some type of tire monitoring system. I would be shocked if that doesn't progress to North America. From the Duran perspective, we, we're, we're more in favor of less legislation and let the forward-thinking fleets invest in the, in the best technology available to allow them to operate more efficiently. You know, let the technology be the driver, not the federal government. And it allows, what we feel also is that if it's mandated, then it's a, a race to the lowest level of technology that meets the, the qualifications or the standards. And again, we want to provide a, a high degree of technology, a high level of expertise and technology to the industry, uh, and we would we would rather the technology be the driver for that. Lee, if I could ask you, uh, many of our listeners out there, there's really two types of systems of TPMS. There's an active, and there's you know what we call the passive system. You kind of tell them what the difference of that is. And I know the active system is really only prevalent in trailers. And if you kind of address that, I think that'd be good information for our listeners to have. Sure. So th this goes back to some of my first days at Durand 13 years ago, where much of what we were doing was just educating fleets and, and end customers the difference between an automatic tire inflation system and tire pressure monitoring. Dave, as you mentioned, automatic tire inflation is very prevalent on the trailer side of the industry. And that's a system that will actively pump air into tires to maintain inflation pressure. Where Duran and the tire monitoring systems come into play is an electronic system that will communicate pressure and temperature data and tell you exactly what air is in the tire. Early on, we saw it was it was a one or the other. A fleet may run tire pressure monitoring on trucks, inflation on trailers. We've seen some fleets completely go away from inflation on trailers and run TPMS on both assets. And we're also seeing a push now for automatic tire inflation integrated with tire pressure monitoring. So you get the benefit of the inflation system inflating that tire that, that has picked up debris and is losing air, but you're also getting the, that electronic monitoring side of things to communicate to fleet management to tell them which tire is losing air that's causing that inflation system to run. Uh, and, and it really combines the best of both worlds. 
you know, I'd like to interject a little bit. The most of the fleets that I deal with, they used to tell me years ago, they're like, you know, we like the, the active systems on the trailers, but, you know, the blue light comes on, tells the driver something's going wrong. That hurts his eyes at night. He doesn't want to stop, so he takes the light bulb out and kind of ruins the whole system. And they're like, you're going to have to have both because unless... I know I can't fix it. So, you know, as you said, many of fleet said the same thing. It's nice that a guy in the dispatch or somebody place is getting a signal saying, hey, something's wrong and you need to work on this. So I think that's a very prevalent point. You mentioned you have uh, the temperature monitoring, and I guess I'm, I'm curious how you're seeing the fleets using that temperature data. Sure. Uh, great question. So some of the Duran fleet customers are, are fuel haulers and you, know, you, you look at, at the load that they're carrying and what excessive heat at the wheel end from for whatever reason is causing it and the, the catastrophic problem that, that can occur if that tire were to, to blow out or if there was a, a wheel end thermal event, what could occur there. So with the Duran technology, the sensor is actually capturing both pressure and temperature data. And when, when temperature reaches a, a critically high state, Duran will trigger a early warning high pressure, I'm sorry, high temperature alarm so that not only the driver, but also fleet management can say, hey, we've, we've got a potential pending issue here. Let's pull that asset over, let the wheel end cool down, inspect it, and, and let's see what's happening here uh, to, to prevent a, a really bad situation from occurring. That could be, you know, brake problem, anything that might cause a temperature rise and the axle end is going to show up in your, in your system. Is that is that accurate? That that's 100% accurate. It could be a, a brake hanging up, a bearing failing prematurely. It could be debris from the road being caught in between dual tires. It's trucking. Stuff happens. So th there's no <laughs> one common cause. But again, what we want to do is provide that early warning so that a driver can safely pull the equipment over and inspect what's going on. We've been talking a lot about the you know, maintenance features and the benefits. The TPMS system itself, what type of maintenance is required on that and what kind of you know, periodic review needs to be done and what is kind of the life of uh, the systems that you're discussing? Great question. So, so there really is very limited ongoing maintenance with the system. The tire pressure sensors from Duran are going to last in the five-year range. Uh, you look at the receiving modules, a lot of our fleet customers are taking those out of an old truck and installing them back into a, a new asset that they're they're bringing into the fleet. So, it, you know, again, looking at the sensors, we want to make sure that they're there. We want to make sure that they're, they're threaded onto the valve stems securely so that, you know, that they are providing accurate, consistent data to the receiving module. But there's really little ongoing maintenance after that initial installation. Okay. Doug, Dave, you got any more questions for Lee? The only other thing I'd like to interject on this, you know, we kind of talked about the bands. You know, my experience with a lot of the bands, a lot of the fleets put, you know, I hate to say it, sealants and other things into their tires. And sometimes them sealants in that band starts causing severe corrosion and doing a lot of other things. So, you know, Lee, when you kind of brought up about the bands, that's been a system that's just 
seen a lot of issues with it, and I like the idea of having two whole wheels and put the sensor in one and a valve stem where you can keep an air and up. And, you know, I just wanted to interject. You've done them bands for years. What have, have you seen the same things I'm seeing? We have. So the, the banded solution, anything that's going inside the tire presents a number of challenges. Obviously, you have the initial installation. You have to make sure that the band is installed properly, the sensors in the proper placement to avoid potentially breaking it when you're mounting the tire or breaking the tire down from the wheel. And then the ongoing maintenance of the system. Again, I mentioned the Duran valve stem mounted solution with a, a close to five year battery life on the tire pressure sensor. When that fails, you just walk up to the valve stem, put a new sensor on, do some provisioning of the system, and within seconds, you're back up and running much more complicated with an internal sensor. This is something we, we ran into and had had all kinds of challenges with in the off-road side of our business where liquids and, and chemicals inside the tire are much, much more prevalent, rim conditioners, ballast, and so forth. So to, to try and introduce electronic technology inside of a tire where liquids might be present and, and other things are happening, it, it's a tremendous challenge. And, and it's, and I mentioned, I made the comment that we went down that path, kicking and screaming, offering a banded solution. It's 99.9% .9 of what Duran offers now to fleets is that valve stem mounted solution. We do have some customers that, that prefer the banded solution. Uh, so we have that, that option for them. Well, Lee, thank you so much for joining us and thank you for this discussion. Did not disappoint. This is very interesting. I want to thank all our listeners for joining us on Behind the Wheels. If you want to get in touch with us, you can catch us on the Alcoa Wheels website. Just click on the podcast and there's a, a pick for any comments or questions. Until next time, thanks for listening. Sponsored by Alcoa Wheels, the global leader in aluminum wheel innovation, manufacturing, and technology. Inventing the first forged aluminum wheel in 1948, its team of experts continue to develop the most lightweight, efficient, and high-performing commercial vehicle aluminum wheel products. Bringing you revolutionary innovations like Alcoa Durabright wheels, Alcoa Durablack wheels, the new Alcoa Wheels hubboard technology, and the lightest truck wheel on the market, Alcoa Ultra One 22.5 by 8.25 wheel. Alcoa Wheels, the global leader in aluminum wheel innovation.